Hear that? Believe it or not, summer is just around the corner. Luckily, Armorall, America's most trusted auto appearance brand, has what your car needs to get that perfect summer shine. Plus, now through May 31st, we'll give you $5 for every 20 you spend on Armorall products. That means car wash pods, protectant, tire shine, you name it. Find out how to get your $5 rebate at armorall.com. Armorall, less work, more clean. Terms apply. Welcome back to the Pipe It Up podcast. We got episode five coming up and a special guest. All right, let's get it. Ryan, it's great to get back in the makeshift studio we have. Sure is. Hi, how you doing? I'm good. How are you, Drew? I'm pretty good. We got a guest today, um, longtime friend and MOW uh, member, league member, Andy Duran. How you doing, Andy? I'm doing pretty well today. Uh, I'm a little bit tired because I had to wake up early today, but I'm feeling pretty good. That's what I like to hear. All right, Drew, what's on your mind, man? Um, yeah, I got a lot of things on my mind, but first I wanted to uh, I wanted to answer a uh, fan question. All right. Um, from a from a fan. Um, I thought it'd be a good day to discuss. <laughs> <laughs> thought it'd be a good pod to discuss because we got Andy over here and he was with me when I was ten, eleven, when I was a goon. I still am kind of a goon. But um, I don't know. Yeah, I was chilling. Oh, it it's from Thomas Perkins. He said, "What was my life like as a ten, eleven year old?" And I've I've had like two weeks to think about this, and you know, me and Andy were just chilling, going to Country Elementary, um, up and coming baseball player and a ten U travel team, uh, just hitting bombs. We hit a lot of bombs our nine U baseball team. But I remember you is uh like the our travel baseball teams like on tournaments and stuff. And remember when you uh. What was it when you slap someone's back? Oh my gosh! Okay, so around this time, I think we had we had, it was probably like eleven or twelve, but we had a tournament, and for some reason, people were just being like, we were, we were, we were just being dicks, dude. <laughs> like, they kept making fun of me, and I had a, I was getting so tired of it, and um, they so. We started five starring after that, but I was just getting made fun of like the whole time. It was when I was trouble because I hit a home run in Cooperstown, and they were like, "It was just a fly ball that went 200 feet." Yeah, Drew hit a Drew hit a home run, a grand slam, but the fences were really short, so it would have been a routine fly ball. It's just any like other stadium. it literally just popped over. over the they fence. almost robbed it. The center yeah. field jumped and like went right over his glove. Yeah, and and later on, we were joking. We were like, "That was a nice fly ball you hit today, Drew." It was pissing me <laughs> off. That was like one of my proudest moments. And they were just taking it away, everything away from it. And then we started five-starring, and this one kid in particular, Grant Wing, he was being particularly mean that day when he was joking around. And so I five-starred him. Like, in the first, this was a good one. This was, like, right where you want it, oh, dead yeah, center were, of the bat. There were handprints all over There was, back. like, a red mark. Well, then he, like, got up from a game that he had just lost. So he was already kind of, like, mad. And I five starred him in the exact same hand place. I left an imprint on his back. And Grant was crying. He was in, crying. In I felt so bad. He just kept crying. I was like, oh my gosh. I like actually injured this kid. Oh, do you know what else I remember? What? I remember we were playing in the champion one of the championship games in our tournament. And it was a, it, we were down by one and it was bases loaded. Oh, this is and our you nine. Were up, and you're oh, it was a no. three oh count and you swung. <laughs> 
and popped out. Everyone and we was lost like, the game. Well, bases loaded. My coach we're down my, by one, bottom of the seventh my, inning. My coach didn't give me the take signal. I just think because he thought I was smart enough to just like take it. But this pitch was pretty meaty, and the outfielder made a nice play on it. He dove. So like, hey, I wanted to be the hero, dude. There's two outs. What, what, what Drew's life was like at eleven, twelve was unintelligent. To say in one <laughs> I, word, I was not. Yeah, I wasn't the brightest kid. I was like, I was like okay, and like with math, but then everything else, like streetwise, I just. <laughs> all right, we're gonna. All right, here what we're gonna talk about next. I got so much stuff here. All right. Oh, next thing I have, um listed on here is kind of interesting so a couple years ago there was a post about like you know how espn does like on this day in history yeah yeah so um it was the day the the water boy was um like the day the water boy was released okay and i got there pretty early i guess it was like post like a minute ago so it wasn't that many people liking it and i literally just said like the stupidest comment i I basically said I, i think i said something like wow it looks a lot like adam sandler like <laughs> really dumb like not expecting yeah, yeah, anything yeah. out of it my phone started like blowing up, and by the end of the day, I had two thousand likes. <laughs> it was insane, dude. People were like, they're coming back, like, oh my gosh, that's so funny. Or you get someone be like, wow, it does look like Adam Sandler. You're getting attacked. Like actually, he thought it was Adam Sandler, and I was like, it is Adam Sandler. He's like, what that's hilarious. Like how? And I was like, Cause you're, it's a movie. That's so funny. <laughs> but yeah, I it was just bizarre. I had to like turn my phone off. Um. Where's Daniel? Dan's, Dan's upstairs. Oh, oh folks, we have an update on, uh, I think it was a couple podcasts ago, we talked about how uh, Tommy's dad takes the Super Bowl halftime show very seriously, and last time he uh, literally blew out the speakers because it was, the volume was so high. But update from Tommy, uh, Tom Coughlin Sr. just uh, bought a $500 new new stereo speaker <laughs> sound system. Of so course. he's replaced his broken one. Of so, course. Uh, you know, congrats to the Coglin family on a on a well addition on, on a new addition to the uh, basement that we love to watch the halftime show in. Yeah, it's, it's a great scene, right? Congrats, there. Tom Senior. Yeah. Yeah. Dan's gotta get down here because I gotta propose a trade to him. A trade? Yeah. What kind of trade are we talking here? Uh, wiffle ball trade. All right. So, right. well, I'm not gonna announce it yet because like all right, I'm gonna announce right. when Dan Surprise gets me. here. Surprise me. Surprise me. But another. So we were just talking two thousand like post. This one caught my mind too. I got another um there's another Instagram story. Someone made a fraud fraudulent Drew Davis Instagram account. Really? And I didn't find out about it until there was three hundred followers and hundred and seventy five posts on it. Are you serious? I'm dead serious. Seventy five posts? Yeah. I have a picture so like the name of it was baseball Drew Davis or Baseball Davis Drew. And I don't know, it got like recommended to me or something like that. And I looked. Yeah, two hundred and ninety nine followers. That like 175 well, posts, 72 followers. And, and so it, I, 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 well, I made the mistake. I didn't have like someone else follow them, so I asked to follow them. I come back like 10 minutes later, see if they let me. All the posts have been deleted. So dude. obviously it was something they didn't dude. want me to see. That's brutal. No, I had a, somebody made a Ryan Cratch fan club account and then made the bio, yes, I made my own fan account. So it looks like <laughs> I made it. I don't, I, I don't know. I'm pretty sure it was Zach Pirak who made it, but I I, I don't know for sure because whoever was whoever it was took a picture of me in person at the um, 
the tournament at Legacy Center in Brighton, Michigan. So, yeah. And and he's got pretty. I, I saw his on one of his Instagram accounts. He posted a TikTok, and we talked about TikTok last time. Andy, do you still post TikToks? Oh uh, no, I do not. Okay, anymore. we talked about it, but what? Oh, you gotta put the mic up to your mouth. Okay, sorry. There you go. <laughs> now I can hear you. They may not have hold your whole conversation earlier. <laughs> it is what it is. All right, Ryan, have you ventured? In, have, <laughs> Drew, you've been you've been waiting on this podcast for two weeks. You yeah, Drew, nothing to you've talk been about. hyping we it up for so long. We have talked about nothing this entire. You've been hyping it up for so long. Oh my god, folks. Folks, you should have seen my text. I've for the past three days, Drew's just blown me up saying, "Dude, I've got so much content for this podcast. Yeah. I'm so and excited. Like, for this like, one's gonna be a banger. I'm gonna wait to see your guys' reaction." And this first in person. eight minutes has been awful. You've this got is nothing, brutal, bro. Drew. You've got absolutely nothing. I gotta defend myself. At least, like, I, t- I was talking about some something, and they're telling me to change the subject. So I can't because even like the subject's boring. I can't even like smooth transition. They're like, "Let's wrap it up. Let's go." Yeah. Like, what am I supposed to do? Well, you said you got a hundred different things to talk about, and then you show up and because I'm trying to like, like smoothly transition. Like you haven't talked about, you haven't ever responded with anything. It's just like one word answers. Like, Andy yeah, the whole nice. Time. Okay. You've been talking to Andy the whole time. I was literally talking to you for the last five minutes. All right, whatever. I feel. You feel, I feel attacked. attacked. Yeah, I figured you would. Jeez, I'm sorry. Kick the cords, dude. Get Dan down here. What's he doing? Just laying in bed? That's probably what he's he doing. He always does sleeping. this. He always just sits in his room. He's got a church league basketball game today, so he's got to get ready. Oh my gosh! He's got to get explain the church league basketball league. So, um, here in Brighton, there's this league. It's called NAS basketball. It's basically just like a church league, uh, like rec league basketball thing where, uh, like you you play halftime or you play basketball, but at halftime there's like a little devotion. Um, anyways, uh, me and Dan are in the league right now. And uh, we're on diff- two different teams, and it's funny. Uh, we played we played Dan's team like um, must have been like four weeks ago, and Daniel had like twenty six points. Another kid on his team had like twenty plus, and then another kid had twenty plus. They beat us like eighty seven to like twenty four. <laughs> Dan Daniel's crazy. Daniel's putting on the clinic. Daniel's crazy at basketball. All right, fine. Here we'll get we'll get. In. So uh, you guys may have seen this on our Instagram account, but. Posted a graphic a couple of days ago, or I think it was yesterday, but um, the first ever MLW draft is coming up. So each manager will be selecting one player to be added to their roster. So I'm just kind of wondering on your, your guys' thoughts on this and maybe some prospects you had in mind. I know Drew's been very involved with this, trying to get one, one, one of these players, but uh, I, th- I think it's going to add a very cool dynamic to the league and you know, kind of provide some uh, new talent to this league and you know, shake it up. Yeah, I, I think um, as a predator, I don't know how much Alex been looking into it. It's not my decision to make, obviously, as he's the manager. But um, I love, I love the, I love the idea of it. I'm sure I, and Alex been really into it. He's, you know, he's scouting guys out. Uh, but like these players are important that you're picking up. I mean, most of you that watch our league saw that Harlan Smith had to fill in in the semis of the World Series, and um, he he had, played a big role, and he took a bunch of walks, and he played great in the field he had a couple hits and he was part of the reason why we made it to the world series so these players are huge to have wait harlan what okay no harlan does harlan doesn't even want to be on your squad he didn't even think he was on your team he like i told him i was like do you want to be on my team this year for the league i might trade for you and he was like i don't even think i'm on the predators team bro 
Because when we played you guys in the in the semifinal, he didn't play a single. He didn't have a single at bat. What do you mean? He showed up for you guys, and McPeter um, Gable showed up. Oh no, no, no! You're thinking about the regular season series. Oh, was it the regular season one? Yeah, no. And then we played you again in the semis, and Bru- that was when Bruss couldn't make it. Oh, yeah. In the regular okay. season, we had Gable there, too. We were kind of just seeing who would fit in better as yeah. we were trying to clinch the playoffs. I, I felt too. so bad for this kid. The kid showed no, up. He played, he played, he played very good. He played single at bat. Florida really liked him. Uh, there he is. Daniel Schultz, the big man. The Saginaw Sugar Beats. Dan has a six shirt on, kind of, though. Folks, we got Daniel Schultz in the room. Um, and for the first time ever on this podcast, this is groundbreaking stuff right here. Drew Davis, the man himself, is going to propose a trade. He's going to propose a trade to Daniel Schultz. And, folks, as the commissioner, I see this as a very possible option. So we'll see what Daniel thinks. Drew, take it away. All right. Well, I had to get permission. Kyle knows already. But I had to get permission because some of my trades he doesn't. He vetoes, like, automatically. So I had to at least – I wanted to surprise everyone. But the Coastal Cobras are proposing to trade Joey Flynn for Andy Durand. I thought you, you were going to do a Joey Flynn trade for the Wildcats. Yeah, Kyle won't accept any of my draft pick trades. Oh, that's what I want to say about the draft. This draft is a sham. I have tried to trade my draft pick so many times, and no one wants it. Drew puts up the worst trade offers. Just like a couple days ago, he offered the Gators. He was going to trade... Um, he wants so Drew wants the first overall pick. And he's gonna give the Gators next year's first overall pick. It's something like that. It was like so stupid. Like why would he ever take that? It was the team's next year first round pick for my first round pick this year. Yeah. So they're getting the sixth overall pick, and then who knows what they could like win the World Series and I get a bad pick, or they could do bad, which they are because they're not a good team. Um sorry, Jurgensen, you're gonna suffer on that team. Because he's gonna get picked first, but um, I mean, I'll yeah. What do you think about to, the offer? I have to talk with Andy to see what he wants. Andy, what? Andy, what are your thoughts? Oh, you told him you talked to me about this. Uh, I would be fine Honestly. with. I w- I would be fine with either situation. I'm not gonna force this. I don't want force him. What do you mean force him? Right I, now. I, mean, I think the Eagles are strong. I don't think we need to change anything. Honestly. Dude, you you wouldn't even tell Andy when the World Series was last year because he knew he wouldn't show up. Unless he wants to leave, I think we're fine. All right, and the draft pick. I don't want a draft pick. <laughs> <laughs> See, this draft is sham. No one even wants the draft picks unless you're in top three. You're gonna be uh, you're gonna be regretting that once you guys once you guys lose and don't utilize your draft picks. Dude, I think like, people are starting to like think you're a little bit crazy as a man. He literally is. Like like I Warda, told this, I told me he's like a little bit scared of like. I told this I'm on a call last night. Said. I'm like, you would be the worst general manager in the history of yeah, sports. Yeah, no, like you're just always trying to do different things. So everybody's like, well, you tried about last 100 week, different things, and you just like like how could you play for the Cubs, dude? You'd be just like under pressure. You're not, pl- yeah. You'd be like you're like, never oh, actually I a struck coastal out. I'm not cobra. gonna be brought back next year. Like yeah, I'm done for. You might as well trade me away. Okay, that is so. Stupid. Okay, no. Out of all the players, like Kyle should a graphic number, like a stat muse on like how many players I've had, but um yeah, there's so many Cobras. But it's, it's not my fault. It's not my fault. Roster. They all leave because they have like so my whole team from twenty seventeen and twenty eighteen, except for Andy, left because um they needed to focus on college. Okay. And even Andy's first year college sports, like, didn't work out. But yeah, you should know that though. You should know these kids. You should know what their plans are yeah, post like, high school. You gotta, you gotta, you gotta start plan planning ahead. You gotta plan ahead. See, I, I identify the great athletes who I know aren't playing college baseball, have so much time in their summer. Yeah. 
get them right in the lineup. No, they're gonna be a long term, long term uh, uh, deal. And then, but you, you're over here thinking short term instead of the long term. And that's what happens. Yeah, I'm Drew, not you're never short term, dude. Just because you play college sports doesn't mean you can, you can, you can't play wiffle ball, bro. What? They're busy. These guys are busy. I'm Zach doing Hobbin, it. Zach Hobbin plays baseball for Michigan State University. I'm playing State a club University. sport. That's crazy. You're playing club sports. Yeah. You, can, still you don't even have, have to games. go to half your games. Uh, not true. You're paying for it, so why wouldn't you go to the games? <laughs> you see what I mean? No. It's just it like he's playing division. Zach Hobbins playing division one baseball. You yeah, knew but he they was were, gonna get an offer. They weren't going eventually. to college yet. This was in between um junior and senior year. So you should have been planning out for that next year when they were going when they were about to go to Wade next year. No. Like you should have been they, planning out that. They told me they didn't want to play like a couple months before the season started. Like that year. And was that year was that year? When they left, like that's no. when they left. No. Okay. It was summer. It was summer. I'm just saying, year. like, like you offer a hundred different trades to Kyle. You just tried to offer one to Daniel, and then like he says no, and you're like, take it. Like you're trying to offer draft picks and stuff like that. Psh, at like, least I didn't. At least I didn't request a or request a trade to leave. And the then team, I won the MVP and the World the end, Series dude. over you, Drew. Oh my gosh, dude! You you don't even know. You don't even know. You went to the World Series and you blew it. I didn't have a supporting cast. Well, you could make one if you were actually like if you were a good manager, you can make one. Dude, I pitched a everybody's the first scared game we lost one zero. Andy over here is probably happy that Daniel just said no to that trade. What are you talking about, Ryan? You act like your team is so great to play; like it's the best team to play for. You have one good year and you get all cocky, dude. No, talk about how Barry, bro. bro. The, the you, you lost the, the you single handedly lost the semifinals against. I know us. I Andy lost the remembers. semifinals. I know I lost the semifinals. I didn't have a whole year to get. So, I didn't have so a you whole win year MVP. Year, you win MVP. Once I got one. And you think I got one God full of wiffle ball. I'm just saying. I I think that if you were just if you would just like wouldn't try so hard to make so many trades. If you would just keep some players and like give them a chance to shine. Like Sean Flynn is crazy good. I know. Joey was showing him. promise. You Joey, just, they don't want to be on the same team together, Ryan. That's why I'm trading them. Why don't they want to be on the same team together? Because I don't know. Why didn't you talk to him about this? I just asked him. I said, Maybe I said, Sean, do you, like, what do you feel about your brother being on the team with you? He's like, I would really rather have him on a different team so we can play against each other. All right. Well, like, like these are things you could have like, like you got to talk to Daniel about when you're making the trade. You know what I mean? Why does that matter? Because Joey Joey wants to go. Yeah, right? so I can find a different team if Dan. I'm not just gonna be like Dan. Where are you? Take what are you Joey. thinking for Joey next? No, I can I can back that up. He wanted to trade Joey to me too, but I kind of like <laughs> shot that down. He wanted he wanted to trade me, and I actually very much consider this. But he was gonna trade. I, I like that trade. He was gonna trade Joey to the Wildcats for my uh, third overall pick. But I, I like that. I shot trade. that down just because like, that wasn't bad. I don't know. I like the talent in this winter league that's coming or the uh, winter league draft. Yeah, I mean, like Joey's a really good kid. Like he's nice. He's a good defensive player. Just like Sean, a really good player. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I don't he know why you can't promise. just like keep them and like make it work. But I don't know you're kind of like toxic to them. <laughs> you see, I brought them agrees. into the league. What is happening? What? On what? On me being toxic? Yeah, my thought on that is I actually would fully endorse that trade. I think Andy coming back to the Cobras would be really exciting. It would be exciting. That I is, agree with that. That is Daniel's call, but I, I fully see it, man. I, see I agree it. that it would be exciting. I think that the idea of putting Drew and Andy back together is really cool. But, like, 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 Andy, in your opinion, do you feel like you would be on the Cobras in 2021? 
I feel like eventually in my career, me and Drew will team up together again. But I do not know when, and it is not my decision. So. All right, all right. I'm just trying to play the cards, bro. I'm trying to find my best team. I feel you know. And if my players aren't happy. I'm gonna try and make them more happy. Drew, I I completely respect you as a wiffle ball player because you you're you're one of the few people. In the league that I'm, I'm really, you know, like I really have, like I'm scared. To Thank be honest, you. I'm scared of to pitch against. You know what I mean? Thank like, you. Like, there's a yeah, but I just think that, like, in my in my opinion, I don't I don't manage a team, so I don't know all that well. If I were you, I wouldn't be so like eager at with it to trade away players. Okay, because but then players that go to their team are like, what? Why? I don't want to play for this team if he's just asking all the other teams to take me. Yeah, Drew, that's what it is. You overreact to stuff. Like when you when you like lose a series, you'll make a move instantly. Like why can't you just be like be loyal to your guys and like stick it out with them? Dude, like every season. Every, yeah. When is okay? Yeah, you tell me this. I think every single season you start the season with a like three or four guys and you end the season with a completely new roster. Yes. Okay. Let me let me go through it. Let me go through it. 2016. It was you, Zach Whalen, Casey McCarthy. 2016. Okay, I'll give it to you. That's your rookie year. Like kept the same you're, roster you're, that you're year. You're the league. Like you probably yeah. But 2017, dude, you come into this league with you, Campbell, Lou, and all right, Casey all right. McCarthy. Let's give, let's give some background. I had a good prospect in Zach Whalen, and Zach Whalen was taken from me. What do you mean taken by from By Kyle me? Schultz without anything in return. That's because my teammates, like, they, like, went and formed the Seahawks or something. Yeah, that's yeah, what it was. Did. Yeah. So I was I had, like, no teammates. It was, it was like an expansion. expansion draft. Yeah, I needed somebody. So I got them taken. So I signed a Campbell, Lou, a kid I thought. Hat could like at Can't least get some this, hits. Man. God bless you, but get some hits. Wasn't your sport. I thought he'd be great <laughs> as a teammate, and he was a good teammate. He just, I think he had one hit the whole year. Point oh eight six. Yeah, so I, I like dropped him, and then it was just me and Andy. So I signed a bunch of kids, and they all stayed on for twenty eighteen. I feel like the, there's a common theme with the Cobras in that you come out every May and June like ton of enthusiasm and you know excitement, and then like by the time like August hits, you guys are just like deflated. Dude, we're busy guys over here. What do you mean? I think yeah, no, I think too, I think the de- the deflate deflated is very great choice of words. Like, do you remember like, the 2018 series like, against the Preds? Do you remember that? Which one? When was, you swept them. It was the first time yeah, you guys be, ever swept them. He, yeah, there was there was two players yeah, there. That's on you guys, and that's on you. Like you, you you can't blame the fact that there's two players. You're the manager. You're the one who brought two <laughs> players to the game. You there's no higher ups. You can't blame anyone else. You're the highest in the Cobras. Okay, so that, that's a great yeah. So that's like one of the best things about this draft is that you're never gonna be you're never gonna have you're never gonna be str- scrambling for guys or yeah, have like yeah, two yeah. guys show up to the game like. And then the other thing is like big like when size. he said deflated like when you go in against the Cobras like we did in the semis say that right what were the scores eight to zero and five to zero right. Yeah. Like, like you just like you know. Yeah, like, dude. Like you, you, you just go in and you're, you get too emotional. Yeah, you're, you're, you're after you take like if uh, you give up two runs and you just give up. You know what I mean? We gave up. We gave up a grand slam in the first inning in this in the regular season against you, and we came back and won that game. Okay, but that was also because I walked like ten straight guys because I didn't have an arm. <laughs> like, what, what does that mean? I dude, I was pitching with a with a injured arm the whole year. Yeah, I mean, so how's like, that? How's that going to be next year? I mean, it's going to be fine because I don't, I'm not playing baseball anymore. You think so? Yeah, that's good. That was the reason I was hurting because mm-hmm. I was playing so much baseball. No, that's good to hear that you're 100 percent now. Yeah, I, yeah. I left the baseball gravy train. Gotcha. What? It, my so. dad. My dad just texted me today. He's like, 
hey, you guys want? Are you guys gonna be available August twenty fourth for a baseball game? I'm like, and I'm like, first off, that's so far away. What? <laughs> like August? Like, that's are you guys so gonna far. be free? I'm like, well, obviously we're gonna be free. Wait, like we can't schedule. We're not gonna schedule plans for that far in advance. But, yeah. um, I was it was against the Astros, and I was like, only if I can bring a trash can. <laughs> <laughs> Let's talk about the Astros. So, what what are you guys' thoughts on like the whole like fallout from this? I like, think I think you think well, obviously the punishment like that was so it hasn't bad. been enough. It's like, so bad. Nobody's been suspended. They should right? be like, they should be Cora taken off. And, like Hinch, they've been out. But. They should be taken off two years playoff play easily. The two season, the next two seasons, they shouldn't be allowed. Dude, I'm just play. like wondering like how they're gonna perform this year. Like I've already seen some things come out where like they're like the reporters have said like all the Astros are like depressed now. Yeah, like where no. they like they're like they're just like going through. Listen the to this. Like, listen to this stat. This is crazy. They have, the they're averaging one point four hit by pitches a game so far this spring training. Oh, over all of last year's season, it was point one four. All right, automatic Hall of Fame. Like you're not allowed to be in the Hall of Fame. All of them, all the pitchers and the hitters. No, no, no. Why? I don't think they can why, do that. Why not? Yeah, yeah. One thing that's being overshadowed by this is like the pitchers. Like, I want to know how much they knew about this. So, like, a guy like a guy like Justin Verlander, you know, Detroit Justin, legend, yeah. the guy I'm always Who gonna stick by, he childhood hero of mine, cheating. you know. So, I, I just don't want his legacy to be like tarnished. Yeah, from like something that couldn't have. He didn't dude, do. He's pitching. Verlander's he been a big advocate of like the game of baseball and like how to improve it and stuff like that. So, like, his press conference was terrible. Like, it was so. He was like all nerve and stuff, and he was like barely talking. He was like, "Oh, I didn't know about it until a couple of days after I got there, or something like that." And it was like, "BS, bro." Everyone knew you stayed there for three years. You didn't have to stay there for three years. And they, he like, offense. Offense is a part of pitching, so they're gonna score runs. You're gonna get wins. One thing I was wondering about is like, so the whole thing is obviously like at Houston Astros home games, right? There was a cam, a separate camera in center field that relayed relayed to a monitor in the dugout. And then, which relates to like some guy like like hitting a trash can, right? Yeah. So why can't MLB just go to the cameras from behind home plate where they can see the entire field and locate if there's a separate camera out there next to the main one? What do you mean? What do you mean a hidden camera? Yeah. You think you think they hid, they hid the camera? I feel like the camera wouldn't. You know, be like the booth that's out in center field, right? Where would that you they hide it? From? Yeah. Here. Because okay, so like. Because I think that camera is allowed if it's not live time footage, so like, you can use it for like analysis like later on. But the reason that they got in trouble is like the like the reason people are like, why can't live. you just look at the TV that's playing around the ballpark? Because those are those aren't live time; those are have yeah. a delay, so you can't see the pitch. But like on live time, you can see the signs as they're doing them. That's why it was so bad. That's so crazy. I don't think the camera matters. The fact that. that they had a like a cable right wire running through and the buzzers thing, which is. Probably most definitely true. Um, I mean, Jose Altuve hit. He knew Araldis uh, Chapman throwing 103 mile per hour fastballs and then throwing an 88 mile per hour slider. That's so fast and that's so much I know. movement. Uh, and he, imagine, that's the one he hit to send him to. Imagine the- like what you're doing when you hit that home run. Let's celebrate. And he goes around the bases, and this man, everyone's going crazy, going nuts. And his first thing is not to celebrate. His first thing is to say. Don't take off my jersey. And he's got to go holding in the dugout it, and, go and then change. immediately goes like skip celebration, goes in the dugout, changes into a sh- like a comes back for the interview, yeah, and comes back for an interview. Like that is that's so the weirdest awful. thing ever. Nobody would ever do that, bro. And like it, that is, it was it's brutal. I it's, I don't know if they should be stripped of their World Series, dude. Okay, so the Black Sox like when they gambled, Black Sox, 
the White Sox okay. in 1919 when okay. they gambled and like through the World Series, they were all banned from the from the Hall of Fame forever. And there was one guy who like they said did it, even though he had like a yeah, Shoeless Joe, a legend, like had a 380 batting average and no errors, and like all of their runs scored. And they're like they banned him for the baseball mm-hmm. forever. Yeah, and like there's no proof that he threw the game. Yeah, so like that's stu- so like, why what's the same about them? Why can't we just yeah, they basically no, did the same I, thing. I see what you're saying. It's worse than steroids. Yeah, I see what you're saying. They, like, cheated, they cheated the game. That's what people don't understand. When they talk about Pete Rose, they're like, he gambled. It's basically it's, batting practice if you know what pitches are coming. Yeah, but Pete Rose, like, gambled for his team to win. It wasn't like he was throwing games. Yeah. So, like, I don't get that argument. Like, yeah, no, well, I don't know, Kyle. What, is that what you think? Consensus on them? Yeah. All right, that's why I don't – I've talked about the Astros so much, but I'm so tired of it. They're, they're treated so, like, weekly. Do you guys remember when the Red Sox scandal came out when they were using, like, Fitbits to, like, communicate info? I was kind of wondering if like, they were going to, like, look more into that, but they were, yeah. I'm pretty sure they were just, when like, was trained. that? It was 2018. Oh, wow. I know. So, like, wow. I don't know. It's, like, where do, where do you draw the line, like, when you're using technology in baseball to, like, I don't know, enhance your game? Uh, yeah, I don't know. Baseball is baseball. They need to stop, you know, doing all this stuff. There's so much, yeah, there's so much, like, gray area. I, but, baseball. like, the problem is, I think, in my opinion, Manfred, I think yeah, those Astros... I think those Astros I saw, could oh, have I won saw, the I saw a funny comment that. today on Instagram of MLW. It was like, Kyle Schultz is a better commissioner than Rob Manfred. <laughs> I liked it. I was like, let's go. That's funny. Yeah, no, uh, I I don't know. That's, that's, it's so it's like honestly kind of like depressing to everybody in MLB. You know what I mean? Oh, the most, guy, the most pissed guys are like guys like Justin yeah. Bellinger who like, who have like, you know, they well, had like, the opportunity yeah. to win a World Series and, and they, they got taken away. Yeah, yeah. Any stories, any, any stories from you uh, this week, Drew? In public or at school? Yeah, I have a couple, actually. I stories. Um, so, I actually, since last time we saw each other, it's been a while. Cause we stopped, like, what we were doing is we were pre-making, like, podcasts a week in advance. Um, and it got, like, it got too, like, hectic because, like, when we were trying to, like, talk about stuff, it'd be, we'd be a week behind, like, the whole Kobe and Super Bowl stuff. So, we just decided, like, we're trying to do it, like, more, like, on the day. So, like, we're caught up and stuff. But it's been a long time. And I've, I've had to do a couple of things that have just went as a disaster. Like, you can chalk them down to L's. That's so, fine. all right. Fine. All right. So, basically, we'll start with the first thing that happened that kind of started everything. Just the bad, the badness of the weeks. So, I had to uh, drive this U-Haul down to Ohio to pick up my next mattress. Okay. Which I thought it was, I thought it was just my next mattress. Drew Davis and U-Haul is not a good combination. Let me just tell you, I don't know what the rest of this story is about to entail, but I just feel like something bad's about to happen, for sure. It, it, dude, it's just like okay, never driven a U. I've never driven like this big. I don't. Even, I drive a small car, so I'm not even used to like driving a big car. And this thing is a huge truck. Control on it, terrible. Like this thing was shaking. This thing was shaking like I've never seen anything like shake on the before. Highway. This was shaking more than Shakira and Beyonce in the Super Bowl. Whoa. but yeah we were on the i was on the highway i was on the highway so this thing like and but the worst part about it was so i'm driving down there right and i guess i have this fear that i didn't really fully know about until now but going over bridges or like going over where like a large thing of water surrounding me scares me like a lot bridges no so I'm afraid. I, I'm afraid. You think it's gonna fall? It's gonna break, and you're gonna fall. That through. or I'm, like, what if my car hits something? I lose control and I go over the edge. Dude, <laughs> like this U-Haul. Dude, this U-Haul was shaking, and I was like, you know how they tell you I like, can drivers head to like lean back, relax your arms. I, 
That never heard that at once. Well, you don't want to be like your arms straight and up and towards the wheel like this. Yeah, okay. I want you to like lean they back. Uh-huh. I was like up towards the wheel, both hands just gripping, like I was doing one of those like power grip things. I thought I was gonna fall, dude. I'll that show you the picture. Knuckles. I took a picture because it, it scared me so much. Wait, Look, while you were driving, you took a picture? I just screenshotted. I was like on maps and I just screenshotted. Oh, okay. So you're just driving over water. Do you see that? You're driving over a bridge. I, what I'm looking at right here. It wasn't folks, even a bridge. It wasn't even a bridge. a bridge. It was just a. It was just a pathway, an elevated pathway, and the the uh, the what's it called? Um, the guardrails weren't even like metal. It was like a portable fence they put up. I'm like, what is this gonna stop? And it's like the fence we use for MLW. I'm like, is this gonna stop my car if I go flying? Uh, yeah, if my, you just the, go straight, my car, my car was shaking back and forth. Well, that's what happens when you drive those too fast. I was going, I was going like 45. Oh well, then that's just messed up. And um, uh, the shoot. Oh, so the wheel was pulling to the right. So if I even like like let go like a little bit, it would just go straight to the right. So I'd like pull on the left. Okay. So like turning was like weird because like to the left I had to go all the way, but I, to, like turn it. I don't know. It's just. It was if you driven it if you drove it it was like it was so weird to drive it was so just scary. So would you be scared to go over what you drove on in your actual regular car? Yes. So what what scares you about bridges? I'm gonna die. This is why I'm not. I'm never going Dude, on a cruise. So I'm never going on a cruise. I'm never going. I'm never going on a cruise. I'm afraid it's gonna sink. I'm dude. I'm just. I don't know. I don't like. I don't like the ocean either. Like I don't swim. I don't swim in the ocean. I don't. I'm going to Riviera Maya for uh, spring or spring break. Is it, I don't a, know. is it a bay or an ocean? It's in Cancun. I think it's a. Uh, I think it's. I think it's a, a bay. bay. Then. I think it's a bay. Okay. So yeah. Okay. So the next thing that happened then. So we well first okay and then we were driving down. My my stepdad gave me money for food because he's able to expense it because I guess I was also picking up picking up picking up their mattresses too. So I picked them up so he could like expense it for me. But driving down there, didn't know there were tolls. So I got a nine dollar oh, toll course, yeah. on the way down there, and I'm like, "Well, now I can't pay for lunch." But yeah. anyway, so I, I get back home. Pay for lunch. <laughs> I I get I get back home, and just expecting to have a, like a good day. I go to take a shower, right? Yeah. Thing breaks. The shower breaks. It won't turn mean? off. It won't turn off. No. At least you, yeah. At least you got a shower in. But for two hours, the water's just running. My dad oh, wasn't geez. home. I don't know what. To, what am I supposed to do? I mean, you, did you call your dad? Yeah. What did he say? He was like, "What? I'll be home. I'll be home as soon as I can." He's like rushing home. We're trying to fix it. The wires just running, and like he got. He said, "Remember that time when we were kids and we were moving your couches, and your dad was like, you're worthless.' <laughs> it was one of those times where he was like kind of mad, and I was like, I like, I was like, what do you need me to do? I can help you.' And he's like. You know, I want you not to do these things. And I was like, oh, okay. And I just, like, walked back. So, did you, you eventually fixed the shower? We eventually, like, called someone. And they had, like, get a part, and they had to fix it. They fixed it. But, okay. So, I mean, that, it was just, like, I don't know. And then, so, I go, and then the last thing, this was, like, probably the to top it off. This was the probably the worst one. So, I've been getting calls from my bank lately. And, but I don't, I didn't think they were from my bank because they just sounded sketchy. They sounded, like. They were asking for certain stuff. And I was like, they shouldn't, they don't shouldn't be asking this it's over the phone. You should, but you don't usually ask it over the phone. Yeah. No, you don't ask for your like account number and stuff like over the phone. Yeah. No, they don't. You account go account number and your what's the other thing? Your like checking number. Yeah. Okay, but 
Have you never gotten a call that? How are they gonna like log into your account? Have you? Because usually they tell you to come in. You don't have you ever had a call from someone asking for like your credit card password or like your if social it's security? My bank, I'll give it to them. Yeah. But what if I didn't know it was my bank? It was a random number. Okay, then yeah, obviously like they'll listen to that. I didn't call them. They called me. And they said they were the bank. No, they didn't say they were the. Well, oh, they yeah, said like this was like this is like the like something something something. So I not trust Drew with any financial decisions. Okay. Anyways. Detail. Anyways. Anyways. So. Um, I'm like it started off. I was going to get a haircut, and I had cash to pay for it. But I wanted to get. I didn't have enough cash to like, give a good tip. It was twenty bucks. I was gonna give. It, I only had three dollars left in cash. I was gonna like pay for it in cash and then do the tip on my card. And then, so I do that, and they're like, "Your card's declined." I was like, "What?" L. And they're like, "Yeah, your card's declined." I'm like, "Okay, can you let's just try it again?" And they're like, "No." I'm like, "Okay, so I guess I'll just give them three dollars." I felt so bad. I was like, "Oh my gosh, I feel so." And then she's like, "It's fine. Like three dollars is like enough." And I was like, "Okay." So then I go yesterday, I get home from work. I was so hungry at work. Literally, I hadn't eaten like all day. And I was just, I was looking forward to buying the steak, cooking it up and making a nice like homemade Chipotle burrito. Dude, where is this story going? Listen. You're just describing your day to me, man. No, okay. So the audience will not find this enjoyable. Okay, so I go, I go to pick, I pick up all my groceries, right? I go to the <laughs> thing. I go to pay for them. Card keeps getting declined. I'm like, you got it. I didn't have enough cash. So I'm like. This sucks. So you know what I had to do? I go ask the guy. I'm like, should I just leave these here? He's like, it'd be really helpful if you'd put them back. So I had to walk around the <laughs> store with bagged groceries, putting them back on the shelves, walking past people I had asked to help me pick out the groceries. <laughs> oh it was God, the dude. most embarrassing thing ever. And it wasn't like I didn't have money. I was like looking at my bank account as I was buying the yeah, stuff and I had enough money. You're a mess. And it, just, it was just like getting declined. I don't know why. On a different note, want some exciting MLW news? Yeah, sure. We are proud to announce that we will be back at the Legacy Center in August for the third annual Wiffle in the Mitten Tournament. Oh, let's go. So, you know, you know, I'll be there. If you're listening to this year. on Saturday, we're probably going to announce it Sunday, so you'll hear you'll uh, hear it here first. But, you know, last year, the first year with Legacy, we had 41 teams, and you know this year it's going to be insane. We're hoping for, you know, 50, 60, maybe 70 teams. So, um, you know, if you're, if you're listening to this and you came to it last year, Look forward to having you back and look forward to getting a bunch of new teams out there, open all ages. We've got three age divisions this year, 10 to 12, 13 to 15, and 16 plus. And this is just one of four tournaments that we're going to have in 2020. Uh, the three other ones will be announced uh, pretty shortly, actually soon. I'm working on them all right now, but Dope. first one to be announced, Michigan Tournament. We're going to be back, folks. Dope. Let's go. That's huge. The Wiffle in the Mitten Tournament's a lot of fun. I haven't been. You haven't been to one yet? No. All right. Well, you, you'll enjoy it. You'll huh? enjoy it. Andy, man, when are you going to come out to one of our uh, public tournaments? The fans would love to see you. I mean, I'll come whenever I have free time. You know, with me playing uh, with me playing college football, it's kind of hard to uh, get away on some weekends yeah, yeah. in the summer because we're always uh, – Wait, have you, know, you been to one of our, like, public, like, MLW events? I haven't. Oh, dude, it's the best. They love you. They love – like, there's nothing better than – and Ryan and Drew can attest to this. There's nothing better than, like, a nice, like, nine-year-old kid coming up to us and – you know, mentioning to us that maybe like we were the reason we got him into wiffle ball, and he'll like show us a couple of his pitches and I stuff like that. <laughs> Dude, yeah, no, it's the best. You, we got to get you out to one of those things. So yeah, yeah, I'm. De- I'll definitely look forward to it. Just yeah, hit me up, man. Oh, dude. By the way, Tommy. So remember, Ryan will remember this, and uh, Drew too. When we were trying to scramble and trying to figure out our NWA roster last year, 
Tommy was a big advocate for trying to get Andy, but Andy was really I know, but but Andy was hurt, but we loved his like speed and contact hitting abilities. So we tried to get him on the national MLW team, but he was unable to play with us. Yeah, I just thought I mean, that was I was I was really mad at that one that I couldn't go. Yeah, you know in this yeah, year? The, the national tournaments in Indianapolis this year. So I was very yeah, upset that I couldn't go that time. I, was... I know we got to get you out to one of these events, man. Yeah, I'll show out for sure. Andy, what's the uh, what what I'm just what I'm asking our guests a question. You got to go, Ryan. Oh, okay, I was gonna say uh, what's what's the like the funniest thing memory. From like our baseball playing career, because we played with Ryan too for a couple years, and Dan. What do you think's like the best? It could be from Pinckney too. Oh my god, we got so many. Our team was a wreck. Our our Pinckney team, we were just a mess. We were oh, yeah, we were we good. We were dirty were. though. Uh, I mean, I one memory that really sticks with my mind is uh, when we were working our home tournament, and uh, oh, no. I was I was driving the golf cart, <laughs> and we had like. One of those things that you plow the field with on the back. Yeah. yeah. I thought I could squeeze in between these two cars and I couldn't. And I <laughs> scraped a brand new Ford F-150. For they like just left it. 14-inch scratch. <laughs> like, on the side. <laughs> and everyone on the team found out about it. And I could. I, I we was were, like, we're not telling anyone. We're not telling coach. We're not telling a single soul. And no one told our coach. We so. were, But Andy was like, also, he was like... I don't know, like our coach trusted him a lot, so like he would ask him to like do stuff when we're working, and so he'd be like, like after that happened, he'd be like, and he'd go drive to go get something, and like I, we would just be like, you sure you want him to drive? And, like we wouldn't tell him. Like I don't think he knows to this day, but no, like, he still doesn't know to this day. But yeah, we would just be like, yo, so drive much? If, if you're out there and your F one fifty was scratched back in the day, it was Andy Durand right here. Dude, we, it was we a big, him, we caught him red handed. It was a big scratch. Like this <laughs> oh, yeah. was no joke. Oh yeah. That's kind of a funny topic. Do you have like driving stories? Have you ever got into like a crash or like? Oh have yeah. You ever, have you ever just like gooned on the road? Yeah, no. Last last winter, I was at my fr- I was at my friend's house and uh, uh, I was I was just I was just literally leaving his neighborhood, probably going like 20, 25 yeah. miles an hour, and the road curved a little bit. It wasn't like it was just a gradual turn, but all of a sudden, I have no control over my car and I'm yeah. just sliding. It was in the winter in Michigan up here. It's pretty brutal. And um, I'm like, oh, God, oh, God. I'm like, try- I'm slamming on the brakes. Nothing's working. I'm trying to, like, turn. I can't. And I go straight over a metal mailbox. I bent it down. And it, as it went underneath my car, it cut my transmission filter <laughs> in half. Jesus. And transmission fluid's red. And it leaked all over their front yard of these people whose mailbox I just hit. So it looked like I literally killed somebody oh in their front God. yard. And Jesus. Yeah, it was it was awful. The top of their mailbox ended up on the back of my car, and then the rest of it was underneath it. Did you have to like go out there and, like, and meet so, them and stuff? Yeah, no, this, the lady walks out, and she's like, we're going to have to talk about this. And I'm like, yeah, <laughs> I, I I'm sorry. I didn't mean to. That's funny. And this guy ended That's up tough. being really nice, and he's just like, yeah, if you just uh, if you just buy me a new one and yeah. put it in, I, I won't have any problems with it. Drew, I bet you have some so stories. We did. I've two got stories. two. I've got two stories. One actually involves Andy, so... Which is kind of funny, but so this was before I could drive. I was like probably like fourteen, um, but Andy's sister could drive, and Andy's sister and like I guess Andy like she does she did this with Andy before like when their parents were there like they would just drive around the neighborhood like he would practice before like he was drive because like we were getting ready to do like drivers ed and stuff. Uh huh. And so one day I'm over there and he's doing it and she asked me, she's like Drew you want to try and I was like 
uh i think i was pretty scared and then she was like come on do it they were all like, come on so i'm like okay yeah sure i'll drive so i'm driving and i'm not even a good driver now but imagine me uh-huh. i was like hadn't oh, ever dri- drove oh, it driven so we're going around the neighborhood everything was going fine yeah. like a little shaky everything's going fine we're turning this curve where you can't really see much you can't really see much Okay, see. I couldn't see much. You could I see think plenty. I was blindsided. You, you could see plenty. I don't know what you were thinking. But I turned this curve, and this person driving a lawnmower is, like, coming into the street. No, he was not. He was going, like, towards the street to cut his grass, and he was going to turn. <laughs> well, I did not think that. It. I thought this man was walking straight to the street. So I, like, freaked out, and I think I blacked out because I don't remember exactly what he did. I, but I think I, like, I really just, like... No, I stopped know on the did. brakes. I know what you what did. I do. You instead of hitting the brakes, you hit the gas and swerved <laughs> left really quick and almost hit a mailbox. Yeah, that's and what then I you slammed on I the brakes soon after that. I guess that's what I pressed the wrong pedal. <laughs> that was one of the scariest moments of my life. I thought I was gonna kill this man. <laughs> I legitimately thought I was gonna that kill this funny. man. Well the other one happened this uh like two years ago. It actually really sucked because I it prevented me from like getting my like my real like my other license, like graduated I had my graduate license, but I couldn't get the the oh, no okay, restrictions. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. I couldn't get the no restrictions because I was a month away from like turning seventeen, so I'd get all those restrictions off, right? Yeah. I said to drive safely for a month. Well, we're going to school. It's like September, and the for it was so cold. for some reason it was really cold that day. It was like forty something degrees. Okay. And so my windshields had fogged over, and I didn't have like a defroster. You don't and have you don't have defrost in your car. No, my because my vents didn't work anymore. So like I didn't have heat or like. Okay, so you couldn't see. Yeah. So because well, okay, so I did have heat, but it was stuck on the, on the, it was stuck on the thing going down instead of going up. Okay. Okay. And I didn't have that much gas left. This was when I was like a real broke boy, and I just didn't have any money for gas. Um. So um, I didn't want to start my car like too soon, so I start I started and then I just went and I it like went I couldn't get it off. Yeah. Um, and so I'm driving with like my head out the window <laughs> and I, it was dark and I'm also colorblind, okay. which didn't help. And there was like a black car and it was dark and it was parked on the street and I didn't see it until I got like really close to it. And I don't know why I was parked in the street either. Like, they had a driveway okay. and they didn't okay. park in the driveway or the garage. So I go to go past it and I clipped the car. Oh jeez! And I got. I'm like thinking it's not that bad because I wasn't going that fast. I was in the neighborhood. Yeah. Bumper falling off on a brand new Cadillac. <laughs> and That's brutal. I was That's like, brutal. no one woke up, so I had to make the decision, like, be a good human or just drive off. So I decided to be a good human. I knocked on the door and they didn't answer. And I'm like, okay, turning point two. Do I continue being a good person? Just continue knocking or. So they since yeah. they not they don't care enough to wake up. Do I just leave? Stayed. I I knocked. Bad decision, dude. They were terrible about it. They're just like they're like blitzing me. I'm like I'm so sorry. I'm. They're like, how did you not see it? And I was like trying to defend myself. Well, it wasn't even their car. It was like their traveling nurse's car. They texted me like the traveling nurse was like super nice about it. So I thought she was like just like it would be fine. She ends up suing us. <laughs> suing us for like six grand. And I'm like, what? Oh Your bumper was like, it was like a dent, but it was like coming off. Like, it, there's no way that cost $6,000. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no. So my insurance like is insane now and I yeah. pay for it. So like, 
fucking sucks. All right, well, <clears throat> everybody, thanks for coming out. Thanks for listening today. Uh, new podcast coming next Thursday is what we're going to try and get it out. Uh, we'll try not to be late again. So uh, thanks My for bad. listening, and we'll see you next week. See ya.